we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wake that ass up in the morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us today. We have Stacey Tisdale, and I'm going to mess up your, your your name, your first name, and last Lamine. name. Lamine. Lamine Zerard. You got it. Oh, you got I it. didn't mess Appreciate it up. It. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Zerard. Thank you. I gave Thank you. It's great to be back. I got the Lamine part. I was more concerned about the Zerard. <laughs> you did it. I did well, it. I'm but really excited it. to have you guys here today because we have partnered up on this app. And so, Lamine, you've been here before. I believe when yeah. you were here it was for Joust Bank. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that so was. let's talk about your background. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, Stellarfy is my third startup. Believe it or not, it's been kind of a crazy ride. I started out uh, by building a neobank on cryptocurrency back in 2015 called Token. Then we built Joust, which is a bank for freelancers. Uh, that was acquired by a company called Zen Business. Let me hold something, man. <laughs> Let me hold a couple of dollars, man. No, come you got come it. join us. Come join us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you more than dollars. We'll give you ownership, uh, which is which is awesome. 
Mm -hmm. and, and now Stellify. So Stellify is kind of a distillation of all of my experiences. Um, I'm an immigrant. I came to U.S. from a former USSR. My father's Tunisian. My mother's from Azerbaijan. Uh, and uh, in, in any case, I've experienced how difficult it is to navigate the financial services in this country. I mean, it really is. It's a, it's a complicated experience. It's convoluted. It's, the cards are stacked against you. And so I made a lot of mistakes along the way and, uh, and decided that I need to learn more about finance, study the business, uh, became a stockbroker with Merrill Lynch back at the height of the financial crisis, learned a lot then, then a regulator with U.S. Treasury, <laughs> and then said, I want to distill this into experience, all of those experiences into products, because I want other people to use those products. And so and started to build. And now Stellar is, you know, think of it this way, third time's a charm, right? It's going to be the best, the best company we've built so far. So in 2015, you were working with crypto? That's right, pretty early on. Wow. Did you invest in it earlier? Yeah, I didn't have a lot of money to invest, but I invested a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so you did pretty well then. <laughs> did all right. Okay. Question, I, this is a side, but have you been experiencing like any, any prejudice because you're from the USSR? Oh, former USSR? I have in the past, yeah. yeah. So I when I came to US, I joined the Marines. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting, back then, in the 90s even, you had a lot of folks who, you know, came out of the Cold War. And so... Uh, you know, there was a lot of a lot of jokes made and a lot of uh, a lot of picking in the Marine Corps, but you know, you just kind of get through it. Yeah, cause I just I came back from France. I was in Cannes, and they was like, "You can't if you're from Russia. They're not rocking with you over there at all." Yeah, yeah. So That's I just true. they won't even allow you to buy Chanel. If it, certain people like if you go in a Chanel store Stacey said they were upset about that but they were saying even certain things like they won't allow you to purchase things wow. if you're from Russia wow, wow. Yeah. so, so Stacy, there's a lot going on right now and I want to know how these things affect the economy Roe versus Wade was just overturned uh, there's a lot of turmoil so how does that affect the economy and why is it important for us to be empowered financially it's um, I think this is going to go down as one of the biggest economic moments in black financial history, right up there with redlining, right up there with predatory lending. And it's um, really not a mystery. The uh, number one reason that women don't want to have children and want abortions is financial. They're simply afraid that they don't don't have enough money to take care of their babies and their fears are valid. 60% of all of the households in the United States, black women, are headed by women. So in addition to carrying that burden, they're going to have the inevitable career disruptions that come with motherhood. Those career gaps are going to mean that they don't have as much time to build up money for retirement. They don't have as much money to build up for uh, Social Security benefits. And, you know, you live in a country where poverty-stricken elderly are already the majority black women. Then you have education gaps. They're going to have to take times out of their education, which is going to have an impact on their entire life trajectory. One thing that we're also not talking about a lot is this whole overturning of this decision is going to make the wealth gap between black women and white women even bigger. Really? You saw companies, I think Disney, Meta, and American okay. Express are among the companies that have said that um, we're going to give a benefit to our employees if you need to cross the state border to get an abortion. Mm -hmm. And imagine you have to tell your job that because that's yeah. something that is so personal. It is. And now I have to go and like go to, hum you know, human, go to resources. human resources yeah. and say. Yeah. And who are those workers? They're largely white collar white women who are going to get those jobs. A third of low income workers, people who make less than that, don't even get paid time off. 
So the bottom line is black women are simply not going to have the time and the money to cross state borders. And, you know, six months after someone has a baby that, you know, an unwanted pregnancy, they lose full time employment. There's all sorts of things. We talk and again, something else um, when a woman puts that she has a child on a resume, Mm -hmm. they are twice as likely not to get called back. So we see all these issues for women, but a lot of people aren't talking about how this is impacting men. And men Tommy who... Harris did. Well, the obvious... <laughs> she said sons, but yes. Men, the yeah. fathers. Men who support women who have abortions, who their partner have abortions, they're four times more likely to go to college and to earn more. And the top reason that men support women in having abortions is because they want to be able to take care of the families that they already have. Mm -hmm. And when you put all this together and the reason why this is going to be one of the biggest turning points in the economic history of blacks is suffer the children. Children who grow up in these outcomes are not, they're not going to have as much access to education. Their life trajectories are going to be changed. There's food insecurity. This is all research. This is this is fact. I'm a journalist. I'm not going to sit here and tell you my opinion about it, but this is just fact. So again, we have this whole cycle. It's just heartbreaking. Generations of generations. When you look at all the gains the blacks have made post-COVID in the housing market, being first-time new investors, you see this is just another hit that's going to slam the economy and really affect future generations but there's one thing that we did see in all of us over the past few years the system is just rigged against us the traditional financial system is so we stepped out we embraced the digital economy we started using technology to invest we started doing all these things black millennials fastest new group of home buyers after 2020 now it's even more important that we do that again, empower ourselves again, and this, and especially when it comes to building credit, because it's going to be harder than ever to qualify. And that's why this whole stellar night—that's one of the things this whole stellar fi initiative is about. I was going to ask you, you know, um, with credit, you know, credit is a game of numbers and right decisions, right? Not necessarily how well you pay your bills, but as far as how much credit. So, with this app, how do you break explaining that to the consumer? For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, credit scores are pretty complex, right? It's kind of a black box initially created by FICO. Now there's Vantage. You know, the bureaus kind of have their hands in it. And what they look at is a bunch of different things. Some of that stuff is like, how many credit cards do you have compared to how many loans you have, right? So it's called credit mix. Because people feel like if they pay off all their, their loans, yeah. their credit will be through the roof. But right. that's it's not necessarily true. That's not true. the case at all, no. no. No, what they, I mean, look, at the high level, they want you to have a bunch of stuff on your profile. And they want you to prove that you're paying on time, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a simple rule of thumb. Right. Uh, it's more complicated than that. And the way we build the product, we said, look, we don't want to give you another, you know, a line of credit or debt, for example, on your profile. We don't want to burden you. We want to inject ourselves into what you already do. Everyone pays rent. Everyone pays uh, utilities. Stuff you, that, that you have to. Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Hulu, whatever, right? And you already do it. You already do it, but you're getting no credit for it. And initially, when we were thinking about the app, we thought, Let's just report that stuff to the bureaus. And what we learn is the bureaus don't want that. They don't accept that information because that's not credit. They're saying that we want a, a real credit transaction in our system. We want to see that your customer is actually a, a credit-worthy person, meaning that they borrowed money and they're paying our money back. And if you're saying, here's, they're just paying for Netflix or for, for their gym membership, they don't want to see that in the system. It clutters the system. So we said, we have a way around it. <laughs> and what we build is this. 
We build a bill pay platform that pays your bills on your behalf. So in other words, we're using our money to pay your bills. And then we pull the money from your bank account on the back end. So we're creating credit transaction. We're quite literally advancing you the cash. And then we pull the money back. And because we created a real credit transaction, now we can pay for your Netflix. We can pay for your gym. We can pay for your rent, whatever it is, right? We're really agnostic what's on the other end of that transaction. And we can report it legitimately to any bureau. So, so wait a minute. So you're going to pay my stuff before I do it. And then yeah. you're going to hope that I have enough money in the account to get your <laughs> money back? We're not going to hope. We're going we're gonna to look into your bank account. The way the app works, just like any other app. Like, I don't know if you use Robinhood or, or really like even neo banking apps. You link your account to it, right? Your bank account. Mm-hmm. It takes two seconds. You link it. gives us visibility into what's going on in your bank account, even historical data. So we don't have to hope. We make informed decisions. Mm-hmm. Now, for somebody like me who, who um, I'm very old school with it, right? Like, meaning I like to hold my money. I'd rather yeah. pay my bills myself and take it out my account. He's really old school. He dyes his beard. You, so you, don't, you can't tell how old school, but he's very old school. Mm-hmm. Continue. That's old school. <laughs> oh, I was, so I was, saying, go ahead. I was your rudely question? interrupted by RoboCop over here. <laughs> when it comes to it, I was that's old school. That's an old school reference. <laughs> that is pretty old school. <laughs> old school but I was saying, you know, for somebody like that, so how do you protect it yeah. to make sure that the right people yeah. can see the account and not hackers or anybody right. else that can get through the account to make sure? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we have a we have an onboarding experience, right? Just like like a banking experience. When you sign up, we validate your identity. We we'll work with third party partners. <laughs> Uh, that have access to government databases. And so it's pretty it's pretty straightforward. We use security, like modern level banking security. Mm-hmm. And when you sign up, you give us your name, your address, your password, or you create a password, your social security number. We then run the, the check on your name to make sure you are who you are. Because fundamentally, it's very difficult to defraud our system, but it's, uh, you know, but, but you could potentially, if you were to lie to us, you can access someone else's credit information. We don't want to do that, right? We don't want to be the company that allows you know, Angela accessing your credit report. And so we want to make sure that Angela is who she says she is before she accesses. I don't trust her. I I already have access to his credit report. Oh, oh, I don't doubt it. (laughs) I was going to ask you this too. You know, um, a lot of times people have accounts that they don't know about. Well, mm. will that app happen? That, so for instance, I had a PC Richards, right? Yeah. Uh, And I haven't used it in 10 years because I just have it. Um, but so they closed the account. Mm-hmm. But when they closed the account, my credit shot down because yeah. now it's a closed account. But if I would have known, I would have just bought something for $100 to exactly. keep that account open. That's so, credit score 101. Right. Yeah. So and will you guys have that as well? We do. We do. So basically, when you access the app, you can see all of your credit information. Mm-hmm. Like your entire report, uh, you can you can then see that, hey, I have this old account. For example, I discovered that I had an old account that I haven't used in 10 years, and they're, they're, you know, they've been sending me letters to a wrong address <laughs> saying they're going to shut it down. And now I can use that account so they don't shut it down, so I still have that access to that credit, and it you know, positively impacts my score. So absolutely, we have a ton of tools on the platform. There's a m- monthly membership fee that gives you access to simulators, calculators, Everything you need to be well-educated about your credit and make decisions that are you know, well-informed decisions. So if you want to go borrow money for a house, for example, or want to buy a car, want to get a credit card, our platform is designed to give you everything you need to make a decision right there without really thinking about it. Just quick analysis, quick snapshot, and then you can make a quick decision. Now, where, does the, your, where did your, um, these payments get reported to? Because I know yeah. there are three main uh, places right. that they report, three main agencies. Yeah, so we report, today we report to Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. Mm-hmm. These, these are the three main bureaus, right, that everyone knows about. What people don't talk about, there's another fourth bureau. We're going to be reporting to that fourth bureau as well. It's called Innovis. 
And a lot of the credit card uh, you know, companies <clears throat> actually check your report from Innovis instead of Experian or others, right? And so when, when other companies, for example, report your information, they usually report to one or two bureaus because you have to pay money to report. We report to all three now, and we're going to be reporting to four. So think of it this way. It's a complete 360 impact on your credit. So like when you use our product, if you want to go borrow money tomorrow from any lender out there, it will have a massive impact on you, right? The lender will be able to see that you have all those uh, payments reported. Mm -hmm. Your credit score is going to improve across board through every single model. Now, you said there's a monthly fee. So what is that membership fee? So we have three, right? We have three plans uh, because we have so many features. We had to figure out how do we separate those features, how do we separate those features uh, and, and offer them in a, in a you know, fair way to folks. And so we have a, the lowest entry plan is $4.99 a month. $4.99 a month gives you access to $500 in spending. So you can add $500 in bills. That's pretty cool. I mean, think of it. There's no interest. There are no other fees. And you have access to a bunch of tools to manage your credit. For $9.99, you can run up to $25,000 in bills. I mean, if, uh, if you were to compare it to a credit card, I mean, how many credit cards? $4.99. $4.99. Okay. That's right. That's it, $4.99. $4.99. $4.99. $4.99. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? That's, that's a good call out, man. That's it, $4.99. I'm like, what the? I need to be conscious of these things. That's true. $4.99 and then $9.99. There you go. And so for $9.99, you have access to $25,000 in spending. That is revolutionary. Mm -hmm. There's there's not a credit product out there. You can pay your mortgage. You can. Pay I mean, you can pay everything, yeah. right? How many people have more than twenty five grand a month in, in bills? These That's... guys. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? We have a we have a plan for you too, so. though. For nine for nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> so nineteen dollars ninety nine cents. Unlimited. Unlimited. So if you have hundred thousand dollars in bills monthly, you can add it. You like pay, the black card of it right? is people like got a black card. Dollars in bills, <laughs> Jesus, rich people. And that's, mean, yeah, that's so important because thirty-five yeah. percent of your credit score is on-time bill payment. Because I know some people so. are like, "Well, why don't I just pay it myself?" Thirty-five percent, the biggest component of your credit score is on-time bill payment, and all of those bills. What the mean was talking about don't count. Now that Stellar Fi is paying them on your behalf, it almost looks like you're paying off a credit card transaction. Mm -hmm. So you get credit for those. And there's the other apps out there. Um, none of them give you that credit building apps. None of that give you on that unlimited access. And another thing that really distinguishes Stellar Fi from the others is, as Angela and I were, you know, part of this journey and talking to people about through the years with Wealth Wednesdays about what they need. Nobody can do this stuff alone. It's really hard to improve your finances alone. So the first thing we did is we contacted the National Foundation for Credit Counseling. That's the big think tank nonprofit. And they are going to offer free one-on-one -on -one credit coaching to StellarFi users. That's oh, wow. And that really distinguishes us. So mm -hmm. you can call, just go to nfcc.org forward slash Stellar and you get a free real person one-on-one one -on -one credit coaching. This is about a financial empowerment platform. You touched on earlier the Roe v. Wade, you know, and how women, it's more important than ever for women and men to rebuild their credit. But it's, you know, all these marginalized groups between Latinos, Hispanics, communities of color. We really lose hundreds of billions of dollars a year because we get charged higher interest rates and it's harder for us to do things like mortgages. A lot of our friends in the pride community, this is really significant. I was sharing this with Lamine. When transgenders have the operation, 
they lose their credit history. It's like starting from scratch. A lot of people don't know that. You, wow. It's a new identity. You lose your past credit history. So Stellar's for everybody. You I did not know that. Time, you got to say that faster next time. You said when transgenders have the surgery, they lose their you credit history. That's right. You got to come with it. It's like, whoa, what <laughs> you, you about to, lose their about to credit say? history. <laughs> I've never is, heard that before. Yeah. I didn't and know. It's financially devastating. They don't keep the name? When you when you make that name change and you make that gender gender identity. They don't keep the same social security though? They, they lose their credit history. Wow. It's a become really? a, it's become a it's a big issue. You have the three major credit bureaus saying that they're trying to work on it and find other ways to get their identities. It's becoming a big legislative issue. Does and, that happen if anyone changes their name? It's not just a name. It's a, it's a, your gender. Oh wow! It's it's mostly so, the gender. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So if you have bad credit, it could actually work in your favor. Well, yeah. no credit is worse no, than bad yeah, credit. No credit right? history. That's, that's true. So you tell me when I tra- if I transition. I know we talk about this. What me transitioning? Yeah, I know. Yes, if I transition, <laughs> you guys have talked. I lose about my this? credit history. <laughs> yes. And what? So the three major credit bureaus have tried to make that better. So now you'll have to go through, um, you know, mountain of paperwork, cumbersome process that most people won't go through, but it's going to get some legislative attention. And that's just another group. You know, we have to empower ourselves and build credit. That's what Stellarfy is all about. It's for everybody, but these, mar- you know, marginalized groups is really I didn't know you get a new benefit. Social security. So if I got a... No, you don't get a new social security. security. If I got a 700 credit score, I lose that? You don't exist anymore, according to the credit bureau. You, oh, wow. Because you change your gender? But you have the same social, though. Because so, credit is social, though, right? Isn't it? Just, credit is, is much more than just social security number, right? So social security number is just one little tiny attribute. Mm-hmm. And the way credit bureaus are, are looking at you holistically, they're seeing all kinds of different things. And when you, like, jumble it up by changing stuff, including your gender. It uh, resets. It just resets. It's easier for them to be like, well, this is a whole new identity here. And, I never uh, knew that. That's some, that. Wow. I mean, what do you think about I mean, we'll if talk. your credit's messed we'll up, you, that's smart. No, it's not because bad. No credit is worse than bad credit. Oh, so you have no credit? After, yeah, well, you, it's right. like you're starting over. Interesting. Yeah. No one's gonna lend you money, right? Because they don't know. Yeah, you gotta rebuild everything, and you have no history. Mm-hmm. Now, let me. Um, so this is basically like okay. So if you had to describe what Stellarfy is, is it like a loan that you're paying? Like, how does that work? Because you're giving the money that's paying it and then you're taking the money from the bank account so it looks like yep. you're making payments on that's right okay it's not a loan right so, so I want to be very clear about that mm-hmm. because it's, it's different it's, it's that important. way too there are credit builders out there that give you a loan mm-hmm. and you sometimes like it's a secured loan you put some money down because they don't trust you and so and then they create this fake loan on the back end we don't do that right so what we do is we you know when we make those advances when we pay your bills we then report that as a line of credit, basically. It's like, okay. it looks like a credit card on your credit report, which is good because you mentioned that, uh, that uh, it's good to have access to a bigger line of credit because it reflects well on your profile. Meaning that when I, as a mortgage lender, when I look at your profile and I see that you have a bunch of credit available to you that you don't use, you look responsible to me. You look like a good borrower to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do, right? So if you add all of your bills, let's say an average American has, uh, 4,000 monthly bills, right? They don't get reported to anything. But you add it to Stellar, you now have this $4,000, you know, available credit to you monthly that we pay off every month, right? Because you pay those bills. And so it's always available and it reflects really well on your profile. Can you, will you guys ever report to the credit bureaus negatively? Like, 
if somebody doesn't do what they're supposed to do? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, and the short answer is it can happen, but the way we design a system is to prevent that specifically. You ask like, hey, do you, how do you trust me to, to pay you back, right? What we do is we validate your balance, and if you have sufficient balance, we remit a payment. And then we pull the money from your account. So we kind of eliminate the possibility of you not paying. It can happen. If you have no mistakes. balance and if you don't have a valid balance and yeah. then you can't pay it, then that would happen. So if you have no money, right? And mm -hmm. we've had customers that signed up. They have zero money in the bank account. They're like, hey, I have a, you know, have a rent coming up. Can you pay it for me? We unfortunately can't. We can't pay your rent yeah, the if you don't there. have money in your bank I have account. A yeah. Coming up, can you pay? <laughs> I'll get that zero in your boy. You on your own, brother. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, this is this is not a value add uh, yet. But what we're working on is is basically to do that, right? To help folks who, you know, live paycheck to paycheck. Most Americans do, even high earners. And we say that we know that you can get paid on the fifteenth. Your rent is due on the first. We'll pay it, and then we'll collect it on the fifteenth. Gotcha. So that's coming up. That's not available to users yet. Now, now, what is the five-day credit challenge that you guys are doing? We're going to be launching over the next couple of days a five-day credit challenge to help people take control and understand their credit better. The first day, we're going to have you examine and do a little search on what we were talking about, credit biases, mm -hmm. how different groups are discriminated against. The second day, we're going to talk about goals. And Stellar um, is really a goal-oriented approach to credit building, and I'll explain what that means. Um, have you ever looked at your on your credit card statement and it says, oh, I have a 720 credit score? And then you go to a mortgage lender and the guy walks out and he's like, I'm sorry, ma'am, you have a 600 credit score. And you're like, oh, I just looked. Mm -hmm. It said I had 700. That's because people don't realize that uh, these lenders usually use FICO scores, mm -hmm. but there are 16 different versions of the FICO scores. So an auto lender is not gonna be looking at the same version that a mortgage lender is going mm -hmm. to be looking at. So we, Seller's also a financial education tool. So people need to know that going in. So on day two of the challenge, we're gonna help you identify what your goals are. Day three is a little credit score 101. Mm -hmm. Day four, we have you link to, actually link to Stellar and link your bills to Stellar, which by the way, just takes a couple of minutes and on day five, we want everybody out there to set up for that free credit coaching now session. I'll just, just try to get the app. How can I get the app? Yeah, sure. Go to Stellify.com. Stellar. Stellify.com. Stellarfi.com. That's like Stellar Finance. Yeah, it's, okay. that's, that's it's short it for Stellar thing. Finance. Mm -hmm. And then go to Try It For Free and, and then sign up. Okay. I'm okay. signing my mom up. Now, I, I want to ask you. Should. Yeah, I am. One other question. What if I wanted to sign my mom up but use my bank account? <laughs> you. So technically, you shouldn't do that. That seems like it's against uh, the law. But, but, but you, you, it's possible. If you want to link your bank account to your mom. What if you want to pay like your family members' bills? Or put the money in her account. You could, you could do that. I mean, the best, the best thing to do is to put the money in her okay. account and let, it, let her have her account. So what we do is Just we validate. We check, in the, we check in the name <laughs> on the account, but we, we do make exceptions because sometimes family members, right? So mm -hmm. sometimes it's a, you know, a spouse and, uh, and using your spouse's account. Sometimes it's a you know, child kid, and yeah. so forth. Uh, so we, we do make exceptions, but it adds a little bit of friction because we don't we don't know if you stole someone's account, right? If it, your name doesn't match, so we want to make sure that it, it all aligns. I was going to ask you, you know, why is it? And, and sometimes, like if you try to get, let's say, a smaller credit card, because I know this happens to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. They try to get a smaller credit card, whether it's yeah. uh, PC Richards and Son or mm -hmm. Best Buy or Macy's, mm -hmm. and it's very Dang. difficult to get that. <laughs> but then, let's say you try to get a, a car or a mortgage, and you get that. Why is that? Mm. And why are interest rates so? 
damn high <laughs> on those credit cards. Like if you don't yeah. read the fine print, yeah. like 28% is ridiculous. I can I can answer that. Go. Yeah, for sure. So uh, most of those credit cards they're unsecured, right? And so when a lender makes a decision, and they're like, "Man, I don't know you. You don't have a good credit. So here's hundred dollars in the spending limit, and you're gonna pay thirty three percent interest because we don't know you, and we we don't want to lose a hundred bucks. When you borrow money for a car, there's a collateral, and if you don't pay that, you know, car, they're gonna come collect it, right? And so this is why it's easier to sometimes borrow money for something that. That you know, that's tangible. That can be there and repossessed. That's why a lot of people go that route sometimes, and it's a lot more difficult to borrow money just on a credit card. And if you do, you know, if you're like an entry level borrower, either you're young or you have a bad credit or whatever it is, good luck getting a decent card. You're going to be paying no, it's, crazy interest. It's difficult. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's part of the app too, but you should have some type of thing for fine print that teaches people what it is and what it yeah. really means. I bought a, a piano for my daughter when she was when I was like 22, 23. Mm -hmm. It was a Steinway and Son, and I really couldn't afford it at that age. But I bought it, <laughs> and I paid it monthly because I could pay it monthly. And 10 years later of me paying it, I just happened to look because it just kept, <laughs> kept coming out the account. And I looked, and I was like, how much did I actually pay on this piano? And I only paid like $5,000 after 10 years oh, on this man. piano because the interest rates were so high and the way that they did it was they took their interest rates the first 10 years. Right, like, like yeah, a mortgage. It's like, like when you, yes. But it was a piano and I've been paying it for 10 years but right. I didn't know and I didn't read the, 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 the small print because nobody mm -hmm. taught me about credit so I actually had to pay it off to make sure because I, I paid them so much money for a goddamn piano that my daughter doesn't play no more but that's another point. <laughs> but that's what you should do. You should really, I don't know if that's part of the app where it shows people about those interest rates and, and how that credit yeah, works and all that. Yeah, a big educational component also <laughs> makes it different than, you know, any other credit building apps out there. Yeah. Now what if um, you have a credit card, right, and obviously you don't have to pay it off every month mm -hmm. so do you let Stellar know this is the amount that I want to pay before it gets remitted or is it automatic? So when you link a card for example to Stellar mm -hmm. to pay it off it's automatic. It's uh, So the, you designate what you want to pay and we pay it on your behalf. It's just like bill pay, right? Mm -hmm. all, all we are is bill pay that builds your credit. But every month you can change that. Like maybe you yeah. want to overpay yeah. what the mm -hmm. minimum payment is yeah. obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You, you, you can make double payments whatever you want. But you just said that, that, that sums it up. Your mm -hmm. bill pay that builds your credit. That's right. That's a great selling point. Thank well, you. Give them the website again where people can download it and definitely try this out. Yeah, it's StellarFI.com. StellarFinance.com. And right. we'll be doing the challenge on Angela's Facebook page in a couple days, and she'll let you know when that's going to start. But we want everybody to participate in that. This is really a movement to empower ourselves with credit because nobody's helping us. I'm really yeah. excited about it. And yeah. I just want to say for people who are like, I'm just not going to pay my bills because I feel like I'm swamped and it's overwhelming. And what difference does it make anyway? Who does that? Mm. Who says that? I'm just not going to pay my I'm bills. I'm not going to say who it is, but somebody did recently tell me that. Are they not going to pay their bills? Yeah. They're like, well, well, they have credit cards that are, <laughs> just not gonna pay my bills. that are way overdue that they're paying the minimum on. And it keeps on getting more and more interest. And they're not concerned with paying it off. They're like, it's just too much. Like I owe over a hundred thousand dollars, and yeah, I just they get can't. overwhelmed. Yeah, and it's overwhelming, and so I'll just pay this fifty dollars a month, and I'm not concerned about paying it off. But at some point, somebody is going to have to pay it. So if you know something happens that gets passed on, it's not like it just goes away ever. And I do feel like the best thing to do is such a great relief to improve your credit, to see those changes being made, to pay down those bills. And so that's why I was really excited to be working with Lamine, who has a proven track record, and Stacey, who is already my partner with Wealth Wednesdays, and bringing something like this to help people. Because I do feel like 
a lot of stress comes from finances if you're not doing it right. But a lot of relief and excitement can come when things start get, getting more positive. And those people who are experiencing that severe trauma, like I have what you just said, I have $100,000 in debt. I don't know what to do. This is one of the reasons we partnered with the National Foundation of Credit Counseling. You'll get a coach, you'll get a plan, and it's a live person. And that um, nfc.org forward slash stellar, and that's really something we're excited about. Well, thank you guys for joining us. And definitely hit up the website and download the app right now. And uh, good luck with everything. Appreciate you Thank guys for you. helping people out. Thank you. Big shout out to yeah. Lamine. Watching them build this has been incredible. Some of the engineers were in the Ukraine, pulled it off, launched, and... Uh, it's been fun. All it's right. been a yeah. journey. Thank you, yeah. Lamine and Angela. Thank All right. You. Well, it's Lamine, Zarad, Stacey Tisdale. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.